Hello, you're tuned into Culture Current. I'm your host Jessica Khalko. As an author, creative strategist and contributing journalist at Rolling Stone India, I've worked with the best in pop culture. Now, I bring you key insights from some of the most exciting creatives of our times. This is your wire to the world. This is your connect to pop culture. This is Culture Current. Hello Kiran, welcome to Culture Current. How are you doing? All good. Thanks for inviting me, Jessica. It's a pleasure to be here. Of course, I'm so honored to have you on the show. For our listeners, Kiran Manral is an author, researcher and former journalist. Her novels The Face of the Window, Saving Maya and The Kitty Party Murder among others have received widespread critical acclaim and been showcased at various native and international film festivals. In 2018, Kiran was honored by the Indian Council of UN Relations with the International Women's Day Award for excellence in the field of writing. Her latest book More Things in Heaven and Earth has become a cultural phenomenon as it speaks to people's ideas of grief and mental health in our uncertain times. Welcome to the show Kiran. Thank you so much Jessica. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Of course, glad to have you. So Kiran, you've been writing for more than a decade now, publishing incredible fiction and non-fiction. I mean the Times of India even dubbed you as the pioneer of the Himalayan gothic genre. You've come such a <laughs> long way with all the awards and accolades, but tell me, what was your first breakthrough in the world of writing? Hmm, in the world of writing fiction or non-fiction? What, what? would you want to know? I think in uh, fiction my first breakthrough this terrible stuff that got published in college magazines which I wouldn't want to talk about you know people could blackmail me and hold it to my head but I think that was the first uh, fiction and non-fiction that got published and gave me some sort of confidence in my writing abilities professionally speaking uh, with non-fiction i think my first article that got accepted by the saturday times when i was still in college i was around 18 or 19 then and i remember it was a, a long piece on villains of hindi cinema or something of something like that and uh, amy fernandez rao fermat were very kind to guide me in the writing of it and give me all the contacts and have me write it so that was my breakthrough in publishing uh, feature articles In terms of fiction Jessica it was the reluctant detective three chapters friends who were sitting on my head telling me to write a book and an editor who was kind enough to say I want to see the rest of the manuscript when I hadn't written it out yet so <laughs> I think that was uh, uh, my breakthrough in fiction What an incredible journey I think it just gives so much perspective to look back on the years that I've gone by and just think about what your first big breakthrough was right yes uh, i wish i knew then what i knew now that if you set yourself up to be a writer you're in for a lifetime of disappointment because what the book in your head is always so much better than the book that comes out so you're constantly sort of pushing the bar against your own expectations of from yourself well as readers and critics would agree i think i think you have a hit with all of the books so i don't think there's a need to worry so as a writer kiran as you've also spoken about it now i presume you come face to face with many challenges day in and day out so what are some learnings and failures that you've experienced along the way 
there's something every day jessica there's uh, uh, there's always a lot of failure there are uh, infinitely more number of rejections than there are acceptances even now so there's never a point where you can say that i'm sure this book is going to be taken up because there's always a chance that you know it may not get through uh, you never know what people are looking for you don't know what the audience is looking for at the best you can write it be true to yourself as you write and hope you know the book resonates with somebody and uh, like most authors i'm very introverted i don't like to you know get out too much or meet people and mingle and socialize so i don't know if that is a feeling or that is uh, something that comes with the territory of being a writer but it does put you at a disadvantage in terms of you know your networking and your being able to promote yourself in a certain way so that's a learning for me and uh, right now earlier i used to worry about it but right now i'm like damn it my job is to write so <laughs> i'll stick to the writing and uh, another learning i think is the fact that no one told me that you're supposed to be everything to your book you're supposed to be the marketing person you're supposed to be the publicist you're supposed to be the direct marketing person the every everything so while publishers are very kind and they do help you in a certain way at the end of the day the book is your baby and you have to do everything right i assumed that once one wrote a book and you know finished with the edits and got it out there one was done with it but no that's not the case and it's been a lot of learning and unlearning in that space you know in the marketing and the publicity and the promotions and for somebody who's intrinsically very 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 shy you know me jessica i hate being out in public <laughs> though i i did pretty well so that's been something i've worked really hard on and it's been a great learning for me that is so incredible to know thank you for sharing so for our listeners um embrace failure put yourself out there and be ready to diy everything under the sun if you're looking to start writing like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store Kiran you are somebody who has really explored the world of literature particularly writing about women beyond the age of 30 a group that's largely not been chronicled in pop culture you know from horror and books like the face at the window and more things in heaven and earth to investigate thrillers like the kitty party murder and the reluctant detective so tell me how and why do you keep centering women in your narratives yeah uh... It's a constant uh, debate that goes on Jessica that women's literature and women's books aren't so women featuring as protagonists aren't so very important as men featuring as protagonists that when women write about women it's a very domesticated space but from that domesticated space that we write about we write about the universe because the home is where everything starts and when we chronicle the lives of women everyday women they need not be women with great spans of achievement they need not be women who have lived uh, gigantic lives and they need not talk about uh, situations that have immense consequences on the geopolitical uh, status of the world but these are important things because from each woman's home from each woman's story comes the story of a child that comes the story of a family comes the story of how a culture is passed on how culture is developed how things change how women stand up for themselves or women are not allowed to stand up for themselves and i think it's so very important to talk about women who are living everyday lives and 
and in that little confined space of theirs trying to find their own voices and trying to do what they can to be true to what they think they deserve and they are owed by the world because definitely women are owed a lot more from the world that they than they get we don't often get our due and i i i i know i'm saying this completely from the space of an urban privileged woman who has had uh, so many advantages and uh, i write uh, purely from that space because it i i am not familiar with the other spaces and i will not venture into them because it is not my experience to write but even within that space i think there is so much that we need to talk about we need to talk about domestic violence we need to talk about uh, mental illness and women we need to talk about ageism we need to talk about uh, women who are financially uh, not very solvent after a divorce and uh, all these things so these are the issues that i bring in whether it's the funny books uh, like saving maya which is a second chance romance it talks about the very important topic about how women are uh, the ones who are left in a precarious financial situation after a divorce so that's the underlying layer if i'm talking about the reluctant detective and the kitty party murder it's talking about how women fall out of the workforce when they have a child and how it is so difficult for them to find purpose and to find uh, meaning to their lives and how um yeah the protagonist is in a comfortable situation financially but you know it is uh, a choice she has had to make to leave the workforce because she had a child and what blah 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 and missing presumed dead is a woman in, with mental illness and she's the 40 something she's facing uh, aging and she's facing menopause and she's dealing with all this and the lack of attractiveness and uh, her sexual needs and all of those things so uh, i think we need to talk about them i found it really funny when one of the amazon reviews on more things than heaven and earth said that i find uh, the reviewers found it really interesting that i wrote about a widow having a sexual life it's like that's not even taken into consideration that you know once you become a widow does your body go on hold does your do your sexual needs go on hold why should we not write about it why should we not talk about it so these are aspects i try to talk about i try to talk about women as women need to talk, be talked about that is so interesting i especially uh, really resonated with how you talked about uh, you know the the lives of women are such an incisive reflection of our times they're almost like history being written in the present uh, you can really understand what was happening during that period by just reading women's narratives so how incredible thank you for sharing that kiran and you know a lot of people jokingly call you the machine because you published more than 10 titles in 10 years it's more than 10 i think it's more than 15 i could counting after that and that's quite an extraordinary feat so what advice would you give to writers who are just starting out in today's publishing environment what advice would i give writers who are just starting don't look at it as more than 10 titles in 10 years look at it as 13 published books after a lifetime of reading and writing So these are books that have been published in a span of 10 years but some of them have taken me 4 or 5 years to write some of them have taken me a few months to write so if it looks like the books are being churned out no they're not being churned out they're being worked on so there is one book being written one book being edited one book being researched it's it's uh, simultaneous work going on on all these books and uh, it is a lot of hard work what advice would i give anyone who's starting out i wouldn't be so presumptuous as to give advice <laughs> All I'd like to say is uh, there's a very interesting quote by I don't know how to pronounce his name Lord Rochef 
called or something like i don't know how to pronounce it i can spell it out for you but uh, how can you it goes i'm just paraphrasing it because i can't remember the exact words how can you sit to write when you haven't stood up to live so i say live experience life in all its wonders i could write the books i could because i have lived for 40 plus years and i have had a wealth of life experiences to draw upon i don't say begin your writing late begin your writing at whatever age you feel you you have something to say don't write because you want to get published write because you have something to say and a story to tell don't write because you think everybody is writing uh, romance everybody is writing mythology and everybody is becoming very famous if romance and mythology is not something are not something that interests you don't waste your time and the reader's time be very aware that the reader is giving you his or her precious time it's the most precious commodity today don't waste some of this time with mediocre stuff try to whatever you put out there try to make it your best write in the genre that interests you um oh for somebody who said i have not i'm not going to be presumptuous about giving advice i'm giving a lot of gyan <laughs> it's very very welcome <laughs> so live your life write every single day read 10000 million times more than you write each page that you write has to be a distillation of hundreds of books that you've read i've heard writers some best selling writers say they don't read because they don't want to get influenced and i find that terribly presumptuous because you can tell a story but where are your tools to tell the story where is grammar where is syntax where is language where is the beauty of the prose where is the building of the narrative how do you do your story arc how do you do uh, plotting how do you do all that you are telling a story you may tell an engaging story it may be engaging for one read but will it be a story that will last for generations will it be a story that somebody would pick out of the books uh, from the bookshelves of a school library years later will it be a book that somebody will gift his grandchild or a, uh, years later and saying this is a book i liked when i was young i would like you to read it those are the books you should want to write not the books that go and become uh, going to reprint and become best sellers or whatever 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 but have uh, nothing of lasting value for the generations to come that is such important and inspiring advice thank you so much for sharing kiran just for our listeners be yourself put your words out there onto the page and see how the world opens up to you like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store so kiran what is a project or milestone that you are most proud of and why mm, i think my three books uh, and the fourth one which is written right now and which uh, i hope sees the light of print soon these are uh, that's uh, the face of the window missing presumed dead and more things on heaven and earth and the one that's written and uh, gone to my editor and hopefully they like it enough to take it up i don't know I, i'm never sure until you know i get it the printed copy comes out of anything these are books books about women in various stages of their lives more uh, the face of the window was mrs mcnally who 78 Missing Presumed Dead is Aisha Thakur who is 46, 45, 46. More Things Than Heaven and Earth is uh, Kam- Kamla Malik who is 32, 33 and a widow. Aisha Thakur is a woman with a mental 
she's got a mental ailment and she's uh, battling it she has a dysfunctional marriage junior mcnelly is an illegitimate orphan child and she's trying to and she in turn has a child who's a illegitimate and more things are never in earth she kamla malik is a widow and she is not and she's trying very hard to find closure so these are women at various situations and ages in their lives and i'm very proud of the fact that i'm not writing about women only in their 20s i mean they have very interesting lives i know but i don't see why the spotlight should only be on the women women young women it should be on women across ages across life situations across everything so these books i think are the closest to my heart so the other ones are very funny reads and very nice the reluctant detective kitty bari murder saving my all of what they are funny great light breezy reads but these ones are like precious to me <laughs> i can see why i mean these are also titles that have resonated with so many people because you know in these lives of women uh, so many have found resonance of chapters of their own life which is so important because you know the best fiction often often mirrors life So yeah, Kiran, as an author, what is your message to the world, and what would you like your legacy to be? <sighs> My message to the world, you know, <laughs> that's scary. I don't want to give any message to the world, Jessica. I would just like to say, we need to give value and honor and importance to our cultural, to our culture, to our arts, to our humanities. we shouldn't be all about the sciences and technology because unless we deal with human emotion and if unless we learn about who we are where we came from who other people are and where they came from and find a common humanity that binds us all there will always be this othering that we are seeing there will always be this lack of empathy this lack of consideration this complete uh judgmentalism and uh, xenophobia that we're seeing getting so so strident these days i mean we've just seen had the india pakistan match and we know what is going on on social media against a cricketer who's from another religion so unless we teach either through reading through humanities through life lessons our children and the next generation that humanity is the primary religion we need to have that our primary everything is geared towards us reaching the divine and no divine says that the other is a lesser human being no divinity says that so that exposure that kindness that empathy i think we need to put that first my legacy i have one offspring and many books i think that's my legacy <laughs> i don't think i could leave anything else i think i hope when they uh, if i ever have a tombstone i hope they put on it she she died writing an ex book or something like that <laughs> i think that's an incredible incredible legacy and kiran your message was just so pertinent and so important for us to hear in the world today that humanity really needs to become a religion you know we really have to put a spotlight on our cultures on our diversity and how we can unite together so kiran i would like to end with a rather breezy question since the show is called culture current what are you currently watching reading listening to or consuming um the pandemic mm-hmm. led me to 
Shits Creek, which then led me to Kim's Convenience, which led me into the rabbit hole that's called K drama. I haven't emerged since. Okay, so I'm currently uh, I don't know on my umpteenth K drama, and it's completely sucked me in. I'm having a whale of a time. What am I reading? I'm reading Ted Chiang's. Uh, Uh, short stories right now i finished reading somebody interesting uh, other books kiran uh, coincidentally when i'm reading ted's book the short yeah. stories yes oh. just before i go to sleep i read a i read a few pages yeah they are marvelous they're wonderful and it makes me really despair that we don't uh, really encourage science fiction reading or writing in our country we need much more of it and i have zero science knowledge so i won't dare delve into it but i urge everyone who has a sound grounding in science and a good flair for the language please write some good kickass science fiction based in india we have some wonderful writers we have samit basu we have manjula padmanabhan we have a lot of them who uh, tashan mehta we have i mean sri sujata so many of them but we need more we just need more and there's such wonderful writing coming from all over the world if you read even china has some wonderful science fiction coming out from it so that's a space that i'm really falling deep into i'm really rereading the old classics asimov dune because the book is uh, becoming a movie the movie is out soon so i'm just rereading all those and terry pratchett and all of them there's some joy in reading the fantastical that i think the pandemic had taken away from us so that's what i'm reading right now Thank you so much for sharing Kiran. I I know our listeners are going to have a field time going through all of your recommendations. And what an incredible chat this has been. Thank you so much for making the time and more power to you Kiran. Uh we hope that you know the thing that's written at Tombstone is not she died writing. But that she changed <laughs> so many lives through her writing which is an ongoing legacy if you ask me. So thank you and more power to you. Thank you Jessica. Thanks for writing me. I'm so proud of you and all that you're doing. Thank, Thank you, you for so being such much. a wonderful person. <laughs>